Community and Communications. The academic pursuit of communications scholars is predicated on the notion that human beings exist in communities. The word communication is derived from the Latin word communicare, meaning to make common. Individual cultures and communities have verbal and nonverbal codes they use to pass along acceptable and unacceptable forms of thinking and behaving. By virtue of our communication with others, we're faced with the inescapable reality that we're part of a world where we are interconnected whether we like it or not. No one is an island unto themselves, and no one gets where they are without significant help from others. Because Western societies tend to be more individualistic than communal, we might spin a narrative of personal success achieved by way of individual effort and accomplishment, but that is a charade. Pretending we did what we did on our own leaves a person empty, like the perpetual name dropper who mentions famous people to whom they're supposedly connected, hoping others will think more highly of them. They don't. We have to be a bit delusional to live this way. The Dutch psychologist and sociologist Geert Hofstede pioneered much of the communications theory about the differences between collectivistic and individualistic cultures. Put simply, collectivism is characterized by extended primary groups in which people see themselves as interdependent with others, and individual goals are secondary to those of the group. By contrast, individualism emphasizes individuals' goals over group goals. These cultural expectations are learned early in life. Hofstede's studies revealed that cultures exist on a continuum of these two poles of collective and individualistic. Countries in the West, like the United States, Canada, and many European nations, ranked high on individualism where countries in the Far East, such as China, Hong Kong, Taiwan, Thailand, and others rank near the lower end of that spectrum. Many other studies have been built on Hofstede's work, researching the upsides and downsides of each culture type. One need not be an academic to see the ease with which individualistic cultures could become overly self-interested and how individuals within collectivistic cultures would lose an important sense of self. Westerners, Americans in particular, have rugged individualism grounded to their very histories. The United States was formed as a union of states in rebellion to a king, with a declaration of independence reading, quote, We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, Some individualistic people believe that our unalienable rights mean that we can and do exist apart from responsibility to others. One political think tank declares that their mission is to get our country to move away from collectivism and toward a culture of individualism based on self-reliance, self-direction, and self-empowerment. That seems like a fairly simple goal to accomplish as the West is highly individualistic in just about every way. The late American theologian A.W. Tozer spoke of this inherent problem in humanity. Quote, There is within the human heart a tough, fibrous root of fallen life whose nature is to possess, always to possess. It covets things with a deep and fierce passion. 
The pronouns my and mine look innocent enough in print, but their constant and universal use is significant. They express the real nature of the old Adamic man better than a thousand volumes of theology could do. Unquote. We are by nature selfish, and few disagree with this assessment. Christianity is an Eastern religion founded in a communal society. The faith's hero is a Jewish carpenter who is the promised fulfillment of God's covenant with a particular people group, the Israelites. Every Old Testament command is given in the context of communal living, which is why some of them make little sense to secular Westerners. When a person considers Christianity without observing the required commitment to be part of a community of believers, they aren't getting the entire picture of what it means to be a Christ follower or why the scriptures require connection to a church community. 